friends podcast yes i am back i am back with another solo dolo i know some of you probably thinking man where's model e at i need her to come back well guess what i am here i just went on a little break had a little hiatus you know get some time to get my thoughts together so i could bring you guys some of the best content so as i was away i had a thought or i had many thoughts and i thought about my grandparents I miss them so much and I've been without them for a couple years now and I just want to give you guys a, a little throwback from my beginning of time you know up until now so you remember the saying back in the day when I was young I'm not a kid anymore but some days I said I wish I was a kid again yeah that's sort of like me I really had those thoughts going through my mind you know about my grandparents because they were my mom and my pops they took care of me basically from day one i remember my mom telling me that when she got pregnant and she had me about 18 or 19 years old and she told me that my grandmother always told her that everywhere you go you better take your baby because i'm not going to be babysitting well, needless to say, she took me in as if I was hers. The minute she saw me, she never let me go. I didn't even stay with my mother. After my mother moved out, probably about four or five years later in her early 20s, I still stayed with my grandparents. So that's why I said they are my mom and my pops. And not to any disrespect to my mom. My mom is a great mom. We, we get along good. I can talk to her about anything. She can talk to me about anything. It's almost to the point that we're like sisters. But I know that's my mom. I have respect for her and everything. And I may not have really grew up with her, even though she was always there every day. I just lived in the house with my grandparents. And I'm sure I'm not the only one um, that was raised that way. You know, I'm from South Carolina, and uh, a lot of that happened. You know, a lot of my friends, they were raised by their grandparents. That's just the way it was. You know, a lot of us are very close-knit. We are a close-knit family. Uh, we do what we can for each other, and that's just it. So going back to when I was born, and of course, you know, they didn't want to give me up. I stayed with them. I always say that I'm an older person, you know, I've been raised by old people <laughs> and I was. So I, I kind of have a different outlook, you know, a different thought or a different demeanor on things just because of that. I think I am more grounded because of them as well, because I've seen my grandmother did things for my grandfather um, going back to me now with my husband in my relationship I do certain things like after I cook you know I fix his plate you know when I give it to him even though he knows how to fix his own food but it's just something that has been taught to me 
that's what I learned how to do. You know, I cook and I fix his plate and he eat. Not that I have to do it. It's just something that I love doing it because I saw that when I grew up. I saw my grandmother doing that. So I just want to talk a, a little bit about some different things that went on with my grandparents um, and things of that nature. My grandmother was a housekeeper and I remember her doing that ever since day one, um, ever since the day that I could have recognized that she worked and had a job. She done housekeeping out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh, my mother followed along and done that. I remember my mother working at this plant. It was this um, glove factory and it was called Phoenix and they made gloves. And um, it was a it was a very good job. Um, that was the only job I ever saw my mother had out of you know doing housekeeping, you know working in the hotel industry. And um, when I saw that, you know, working in a hotel, I always say that is not something that I want to do. I just never saw it. You know, even though that's what they did, I didn't have the mentality growing up to say, hey, I'm going to work, you know, in housekeeping. No disrespect to housekeeping, but I just never had that mentality. Um, you know, my, my parents, my grandparents did it and they worked just fine. On the other hand, my grandfather, my grandfather was a supervisor at a wool plant out in Jamestown, South Carolina. And if you guys are not familiar with the wool plant is they made wool, you know, once the wool came in, they did all the whole textile things with that. And I'll remember my grandfather going to work five days a week. It was him and one of his old buddies, and and it was a female um, white lady and a black guy. The three of them used to go to work together, and all three of them, when they come to pick my granddaddy up, they were all had this smell. You know, they all would have on cologne, even down to this this lady. She would have on cologne, not perfume. She would have on cologne and it would be so strong. I still remember to this day and I, I can even still smell the smell of it. It was just so strong. And that's a, a memory that I have of my grandfather. Another thing my grandfather did, you know, even though he had a very decent job, um, it was a very good job. Uh, I remember he always used to get paid weekly and I used to get this weekly allowance. And when I got this weekly allowance, you know, I could have, you know, do whatever I wanted to do or whatever, go, go buy something or just go to the store and just spend it on something. And, um, I remember a time he told me you need to start drinking milk because I was never a milk person. And still today, I am not a milk person unless I'm eating cereal and that's very seldomly. And that's the only way that I will drink milk. And I remember him telling me, okay, you need to drink milk. I'm going to pay you to drink milk. So he started giving me extra money at the end of the week whenever I would drink milk. So we will go and he will buy a half a carton of buttermilk. Yes, I said buttermilk, not regular milk. It was buttermilk. 
And I used to drink that buttermilk until I started liking it, actually. I actually started to like it. So I know some of you are like, ew, buttermilk. Now, if I taste buttermilk, it tastes like straight yogurt. <laughs> straight sour creamy-ish, if that's the word. But yeah, I used to drink buttermilk. But now if I see buttermilk, it better be in a pound cake or something or I'm baking with it. There was another good memory that I have of my grandfather. Um, another thing that he did was he actually helped me learn the Lord's Prayer. Even though I used to go to church every Sunday with my grandmother, my grandfather never went. I've never seen my grandfather went to church. Not one time, unless it was a funeral, like a family member or someone died. I've never seen him went to church. Only my grandmother went to church. So that's how I got into church because I used to go with my grandmother up until the time she wasn't able to go or at the time that she passed about nine years ago. Um, I used to go alone. I used to go by myself and I used to sit like on the second or third row. You know, I was right there in the front, you know? And, um... So with that, my grandfather, he taught me the Lord's Prayer. I remember us because they had this old, had it for a very long time. It was this big Bible, you know, the one with the, the gold edges on the outside, one of those. And it was such a big Bible. Um, now, as I think about it, I wonder if it's still over there at their house. It probably is somewhere. And... Um, so he taught me this Lord's Prayer, and that's how I learned the Lord's Prayer. My grandfather, he taught me a lot of stuff. Um, he definitely was my hero. I remember writing um, a paper about him when I was in middle school, and it was about write about your hero. And I wrote about my grandfather. I so miss that man. He was a, a very good man. Now, let's go back to the family reunion days. Who still does family reunions? When you hear this, let me know if you still do family reunions or not. Because the last time I remember our family having a family reunion, I was probably barely a teenager. And the only reason why we had family reunions is because of my grandmother. My grandmother had this sister that lived out in Scranton, South Carolina. That is near Florence, South Carolina, if I can remember. Some of you may know about that, those South Carolina roads. And we used to go to her house and all the family, like everybody used to come down from the city and we all used to just be at her house. And I remember you know, with me playing with all the kids, like my little cousins and stuff that I didn't know. And it was just so fun. You know, didn't have to worry about anything, just having fun. And I can remember we done that probably for about five years. And then finally, my grandmother's sister, you know, actually it was her aunt, not her sister. Her aunt passed away. And once my aunt passed away, there were no more family reunions. That was it. And another thing I did about three years ago now, I tried to bring that back within the family. 
And we had an outing one time. We went to Myrtle Beach, you know, with the immediate family. And we only did it that one time. It, it didn't happen again. Um, it, it takes a lot to do that because nobody really want to pull their weight and help out. And for me, if it's not something that I don't want to do, I'm not going to be asking and begging nobody to do nothing. So that's probably the reason why it never happened. But I, I miss those family reunion days. Another thing was um, my grandmother. I love the way that she made everybody stand up. And what I mean by that is when she said something, my uncle, my aunt, my mom, they took heed to it and they say, well, mama said this, we better do it. When she said she wanted to go somewhere, you best believe the two girls, my mom and my aunt, they were there taking her wherever she needed to go. So a place that we loved to go was Florence, South Carolina, King Street, South Carolina. And we went to Charleston a few times. We really didn't hang out too much in Charleston unless we were going to visit my grandmother's sister-in-law along with my two other cousins or we had to go visit the hospital or something like that. But we used to go to Florence. I think it was Florence. And I remember this memorable place where we used to stop by. It's on the road in the middle of nowhere on the highway. Now that I think about it, it might be coming from Lake City. But either way it go, it was this little trailer that only involves two to three employees. And those two to three employees, all they made was pizza. We stopped by there one time for the very first time and we fell in love with it. Every time we went that way, we would stop by that little place and we would get that little pizza and it always was a cheese pizza. It never was a pepperoni. It never was a meat lovers pizza. It was always a straight cheese pizza. And that was the best pizza that came in that white deep box that you could ever taste. That lasted for a couple years and we went one day and it was just disappearing. Like it was covered up by the sticks. You know, it was gone within a blink of an eye. That's a another memory I missed. And another place was whenever we would go out of town because this is the thing. We love to shop. We used to go different places, you know, just to be with each other, have fun, whether it's to just to go look in stores, you know, go window shopping and stuff like that. We used to go. That was our thing. That kept us together. And we always used to eat at the Huddle House. Who's familiar with the Huddle House? If you're familiar with the Huddle House, make sure you tweet me or Instagram me, Huddle House. So I always loved the Huddle House. And my favorite thing that I used to get from the Huddle House was the barbecue pork sandwich plate. I'm from the country. I loved pork. I don't do pork like that how I used to. Or I, Okay, I don't do pork now. The only thing I do is bacon. And I'm kind of leaning off the bacon. But I used to get that barbecue pork sandwich plate with those good old fries from the Huddle House. And I will be good with that toasted bread. Mm, 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 mm. 
but some of you will probably say the Waffle House, but y'all can have the Waffle House, but I don't even know the Huddle House exists. If you ever come across a Huddle House or they don't exist anymore, let me know because I haven't seen any um, actually in a few years. Um, eating dinner. Now, we took family very important and I've been in the house with my grandmother, my grandfather, and my uncle Kenny, who is no longer here with us as well. And my grandmother would cook dinner, and I would say probably around six o'clock, we always ate. We may not have always ate at the table together, but we always ate our food at the same time. And me back then, I, I'm still skinny now, but I was real skinny back then. I never used to eat my food. I always used to spit my food out like in the trash can. I know some of you can agree with me on this. I used to spit it out in the trash can. Sometimes I used to try to be slick and I let my grandmother see it. But then she would put that belt on the table and she was like, you better eat all that food. And if you don't eat all that food, I'm going to tear your butt up. She never really cursed like that. But um, if she did curse, you knew she made business. So she put that belt up, my granddaddy belt, and you know, my granddaddy had this real nice leather belt that you can smell the leather. Yeah, you might get your ass beat when you mess around, smell the leather. So she would put the belt on the table and then she would leave out the room. And when she would leave out the kitchen, I'll take a napkin and I'll chew my food up and I'll spit in the napkins and I'll throw it away. And believe it or not, my eight-year-old son tried to do that. But he can't fool me because I used to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, so we took dinner very seriously. And, um, and speaking of dinner, when you eat, you better eat what's in front of you. Not like today, like how my kids say, I don't want this. No. If you say that, you get popped in your mouth. You better eat that fried chicken, you better eat that liver, or that okra, or that fish, or whatever you had. You better eat it and you better not say nothing. That's how it went back in the day. And speaking of getting like McDonald's or anything, no, that was never it. Very seldom you get fast food. We always ate what was in front of us. Yeah. If we did got McDonald's, I'll say between McDonald's and Hardee's, because those were two those were two of the main things that was around, and um, that will probably be maybe on the weekend or something, or maybe that one day out the week that no one felt like cooking. But it wasn't every day like how we do now. Like we stop for fast food because you know we work, you know, we have to come home, got to help kids with homework, and you just tired. It was none of that back then. I actually kind of missed all of that because a lot of time, you know, I go to work and I come home, I have to help with homework or I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do podcasting. It's a lot, you know, and sometimes I just wish that it could go back to the days. Let's see. Hmm, what do I have next? Big lots. Big Lots is still around, still one of my favorite stores. One of my all-time favorites was us going to Big Lots in Lake City. And don't laugh at this, but for some reason, 
the store always used to say close out. I'm not sure if it still said close out anymore, but it used to say close out. And me, I always thought that the store was going out of business. So every time we would go there and I'm like, why is the store still open? I thought they were going out of business. But close out would mean they were having this big, huge close out sale. I didn't knew that then, but now I knew because they're still open. <laughs> and uh, what maybe brought that up was um, I had a younger cousin and um, his name is Andre. What's up, Andre? If you listen to the podcast, he, he was a, um, a few years younger than me. Um, he was like my little brother because my mom was so attached to him. My mom basically raised him, to be honest. So what up, fish? He gonna get me if I call him fish. So they always used to, big lots always used to have the Freddy Krueger hands, and they used to have them outside. And every time he would walk by, he would be so scared of those Freddy Krueger hands. And then also in the store, I would have put the hands on, and I used to scare him with it. It was just so funny. <laughs> And my grandma would say, girl, stop scaring that boy. You know, he going to have nightmares. <laughs> Those are the days. So, um, don't, don't y'all, don't talk about my shortcomings, okay? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Oh, another thought was, how many of you know about auctions? Not the auctions, not the real estate auctions, not that. I'm talking about the auction where they for 45, 45, 45, yeah, 45, 45, that, yeah. Yeah, I could never be one of them. But I look at storage wars, though. I do want to do that. But so we used to go to this auction. It's in, it was in Kane Street, South Carolina. Oh, my God. I cannot remember the the man name that used to, you know, he used to be an auctioneer. Um, it was Rev or something. I can't remember. But it was so fun. I probably was about 14, 15 years old. We used to get in the auction. The auction was every Friday night. It would be me, my mom, sometimes my aunt, my grandmother, and my uncle. And my friend Shantae. What up, Shantae? my friend Shantae and I'm sure she remember this she used to go with us and uh, we used to be packed up in the car sometimes sitting on top of each other we trying to go to the auction and the auction was every Friday night and it was just someplace fun to go um, I can say a lot of people say that my childhood may have been um, taken away from me because I haven't went a lot of places like out of town a lot of fun places and stuff but I did have things. That's one thing. I've always had stuff. And so uh, we went to the auction. And the auction used to sell a bunch of different stuff. Like It's like if you will go to a yard sale or you will go to a storage sale. Um, a storage sale. They just bid on a bunch of stuff. And I remember my first Easy Bake Oven. I have I didn't got my easy bake oven new. I got it from the auction. It was used. I didn't know no better than I was just happy because I had got an easy bake oven. So I got the easy bake oven. I think I used it like one time and that was it. And I don't remember what happened to it after that. But the auction always had this thing called um grab bags. 
and inside those grab bags were just different little miscellaneous things you never know what it was and you can either pay a dollar for it, or you can pay five dollars ten dollars or sometimes you can pay twenty dollars for it you know you get something better but you just never know what you're gonna get um ugh, i i wish i could remember some things that i used to got in my grab bags and um I don't, but it was just fun. And at the end of the night, whoever comes in, you get a ticket at the door. And every night at the end of the auction, they read, they um, call out a ticket number. And if it's your ticket number, then you win um, a special item that they were giving out that night. It's like bingo. You know, once your number calls, you win. It was like that. And that was very dope. I think we did one a couple times. I can't remember. Um, speaking of winning things, um, I have been very lucky in my early days. I think I can say this now because many years have passed. I couldn't say anything then because I was young and I wasn't supposed to be playing it. But it was this furniture store called Wow's Furniture. And they had a raffle. It was a furniture store. They had a raffle. And I had got the raffle ticket. And I wasn't supposed to get the ticket, but I got it. So when they read the raffle ticket, my number came up. And I gave it to my mom, like like she did it or whatever. Because they kept telling me, I don't know if I would have got in trouble now, but they kept telling me, you're not supposed to have that. Don't say anything. You're not going to say anything. Well, now I'm 37 years old. I'm going to say something about it now. And I remember it was this um, um, chair, like a, a rocking chair that you were a recliner that you would put in the bedroom or something. And uh, you know what, to be honest, I think my mom still had that, to be honest. And that been years ago, years, years. <clears throat> they don't make furniture like that no more, I tell you that much. Oh, let's see what else I got on the list. So we went to traveling, grow up. I'm a little older now. I moved to Greenville, South Carolina on my own. Whoop, whoop. I went about, what, three, three and a half hours up the road? Three, three and a half hours from where I used to live. And um, I lived in Greenville. And my grandmother used to come visit me. That was the best part. I, I rarely went home. She always came to see me. Someone always brought her. Like I said in the beginning, when grandma said come on y'all better come on so it was always fun my grandma used to come visit me um she never had a chance to stay with me we never had a chance to do that but my mom and my aunt did brought her and we will go to the flea market because we are flea market people we love a good bargain my aunt is a a thrift store shopper she loves a thrift store i'm not too much into thrift stores but i'll go and i will look but my aunt will be caught dead in a thrift store so we used to go to the flea market we used to go out and eat we used to go you know look into some stores and stuff just go and do a little shopping because it was a different area so it was a lot of different things to do than versus we were in south carolina so we did all of that and I missed my grandmother not only for this reason but I missed it because she never saw her first grandbaby had her first baby my grandfather 
which passed away about four years ago, met my oldest son, who is eight years old. He did knew him, and my son do remember him. But it was very hard at first with me having these kids, and my grandmother did not see these kids. Because if my grandmother was here today, I knew she would have been living with me. I would have had an in-home babysitter. I wouldn't have to worry about nothing because I knew that she would take care of me and she would take care of this family. That was the type of person she was. And I wouldn't have to argue with my mom coming up here to visit me because my grandmother would have made her come up here. <laughs> so I do miss my grandmother because she made the world go round. She was the knit of the family and just like my grandmother I'm a hoarder I'm a paper hoarder I don't hoarder too many things like clothes and stuff certain clothes I keep like certain clothes that she used to buy me from Kato's y'all remember Kato's yeah for school my grandma used to go to Kato's and she used to go to JCPenney's and it was this one store in South Carolina. It was a local store. It was called BC Moors. I know a lot of y'all know about me, BC Moors. If y'all listen to this podcast and y'all know about BC Moors, make sure you tag a sister, BC Moors in the house. So, um, those type of stuff, like some of those stuff, like I've kept just to have something a remembrance of her um my grandmother had this jc penny card and i still got it after she passed away i kept it and i got me a jc penny card because my grandmother had one my grandmother was a frugal shopper um she always went on a clearance rack and i'm a lot like her i follow a lot of her steps i keep everything from very important papers i keep them for years um, I'm a very frugal shopper. Um, I try not to say cheap, but I'm very frugal. I shop on the sale racks. Um, I go to the clearance racks. That's just me. It, it doesn't mean anything else. It's just me. I have a lot of my grandmother in me. So sound like she was a great woman, right? Because y'all know I'm good. <laughs> and another thing, um, my grandmother loved fingerhood. Yeah, them the people that messed my credit up back in the day still trying to get me today? Nah, I don't think so. But let me tell y'all this story. I remember my grandmother bought me, well, I had wanted these shoes so bad. They were felines. I had wanted these felines so bad out of this Fingerhut book because Fingerhut used to have the book, like the big catalog. And I wanted those shoes so bad. And she bought me those shoes. It was just plain white. And it was like big and bulky. I didn't thought anything of it. I didn't know no better. I just wanted those shoes. So now that I look back at it, and I was like, really? Those ugly shoes? <laughs> but I was always a Reebok Classic girl. I would get Reebok Classics um, before the start of school and for Christmas. So at the start of the school year, you get clothes. You don't get any more clothes until the Christmas holidays and you get another pair of shoes. My shoes are always Reebok Classic. I can't remember an alternate pair of shoes that I was bought. I've never owned a pair of Nike Air Max until I bought them on my own. 
um, I remember wearing those little black and white um, old school church looking shoes, which is I want some today. Um, like I said, I used to get things. Um, I've never been hurting for anything. You know, we were always okay. You know, never been hurt for anything. It's just we weren't a family that traveled outside as much. You know, we didn't went to the big old water parks or the amusement parks or went to Washington, D.C. We didn't do all of that stuff. Even though I lived in South Carolina 45 minutes from the beach, we used to go to Huntington Beach. But as far as going to like Ripley's, believe it or not, and the museum and stuff like that, I've never been. I've lived there all my life and I've never been there. Shame on me. But guess what? I'm going to go soon though. I'm going to go soon. But yeah, we used to go to Huntington Beach. We used to have cookouts and we would stay there if we had family that came down, you know, because we only live 35, 45 minutes away. So it wasn't no need to just stay there. We just go back home. And I remember where you would only pay to get into the park for per car. Now, up until a few years ago, they started making you pay per person inside the car, which is expensive, right? And um, now let's go back. Let's go back to when I was about, what, five or six years old. I remember interacting with my father and um, mainly it was his wife that came and got me and I had a younger sister. I had two younger brothers, one which is maybe about two years under me. And I have another one which is probably about four or five years under me. I'm the oldest of, I'm the oldest sibling. I'm the oldest of the grandkids. I'm the oldest of everything. So um, I remember my stepmother coming and picking me up and we will go over to their house. And then later on, we will go shopping for school and stuff like that. And um, my brother and I, my oldest brother, me and him, we kind of always got along very good. Even today, we, we are the two that really talks the most. I remember my dad telling me this one thing. He always told me to stop playing with the spit in my mouth because when I was young for some reason I used to just play with the spit in my mouth like have it touch the outside a little bit but it never went out I don't know why I ever done that I don't know I guess just being a kid you know you just find little crazy stuff to do when you just do it but I just remember him telling me that like that's kind of the only thing that I remember him telling me you know my dad and I we have a relationship today it's not as I would like for it to be, but if it wasn't for me trying for the relationship, I don't think it would be as much a relationship at all. But that's another conversation for another day. Some people don't know their dad. I know mine. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I'm able to get in contact with him if I need him, you know, but 
I wish a relationship could be better, but it's all good. We'll get there. So, um, I, sorry guys, I have stuff all over the place here. Yeah, um, another thing, which is I know many of you can relate to this. When I was young, you know, we lived, we lived in a brick house. My grandparents built this brick house when my mother and aunt and uncles, when they were real young, that was their first house that they built. And as I was young, getting up, going to school, you know, used to have kerosene heaters. Y'all remember the kerosene heater smell? Used to go to school, smell like kerosene heater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't act like, don't act like y'all brand new. Yeah. So, you know, when you get up, it was very cold back then. It just seemed like it was just so cold back in the day. And, uh, we, you know, we used to get up and then I remember getting up, getting dressed in front of the oven because my grandmother would cut the oven on to warm the house up. <laughs> just when you think about these stuff back in the day and it's like, what, huh? Yeah. Cut the oven on and it warmed the house up. You know, you got that kerosene heater in the living room that you can burn it down if you don't be careful. But yeah, those were the day. You know, go to school with kerosene smell on your clothes. But you know what? You weren't the only one because other people smell like kerosene as well. <laughs> so yeah. But those were the things that, you know, that came to mind that I just remembered, you know, about my grandparents. You know, I just missed them so much. And and I think the reason that I'm able to continue the way I do is because I'm not in their presence. You know, I'm all the way in North Carolina. Everything that reminds me of them is in South Carolina. So whenever I do go home to visit, I try my best, you know, to go visit them, you know, and thing like that. So... I just missed them a lot and I just wanted to, you know, let you guys know about my growing up and some of my experiences and things that I did, things that I didn't do and share your thoughts with me. Let me know some of your childhood experience. What are some things that you remember, some things that you miss about a loved one that has, you know, gone? Um, let me know those things. Um, remember, um, uh, make sure you keep up with me and this is your girl, Model E. And back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Or